0: wind TV presents.
1: Songwin TV presents. Destiny Arbro coming to you live on Destiny X podcast. I have some special guests with me today. And we're just going to speak from the heart, uncut today. I have Chrissy Tim, Alicia, and Colin with me. And a few of these are from the next generation. Chrissy and I are X generation and our three guests are next generation. So I'm going to start with our next generation. And I want to know what's God saying to you in this season? And what is he speaking to in your heart? And we'll start with Colin and we'll just kind of go around the, the, the room.
2: Hey, I'm Colin. First of all, Gen Z here. Gen Z. Hey. <laughs> it's a wonderful generation. Generation of iPhones and iPads and everything at the touch of a button. It's It's been diluted, unfortunately. I will say there's a, a platform and platforms where we look for influence and see every day. Our social media and stuff like that, which is definitely like a like a pinnacle part of our generation. So... As Christians and as people who believe the faith, our goal is to do everything in excellence and to glorify God through what we're doing. So it just because it's, our stuff looks good doesn't mean it's un, un, out, of, out of the gospel or unbiblical. We try to follow everything to the T of, hey, this is what God is telling us to do. We're faithful. And that He gives us the vision, and we're doing it to reach out to spread the gospel to the next coming generation and the people around us. That's what I do, at least. Amen.
1: Let me ask you, Colin, with that with that point, do you feel that the social media and everything you spoke about has become an idol to the next generation?
2: Absolutely. Anything can be an idol. Anything used too much, anything put before God in your relationship with God is an idol everything you should do should be to glorify god including your social media yes. so like when you're looking through your social media and you're scrolling like yes. all right who do you follow yes. <laughs> like i like even i have some ads pop up sometimes i'm like i gotta unfollow who i'm following to unfollow because yes. i have like i'm following like two thousand people and like at some point the algorithm decided hey since you follow this person you're gonna like this as well Absolutely. so you gotta backtrack and say all right what's influencing what i look at
3: how about you, Alicia? Hi, I'm Alicia. I would say that's something that the Lord has just been really teaching me really the past few months is vulnerability. I, I've always grown up in church. I've been a pastor's daughter, and I don't think I realized up until a few months ago how much— I just always showed up to church and looked happy on the front row, couldn't really feel like I could tell any of my friends if anything was going on or even, you know, family issues. Even though absolutely everyone has them, you don't want to hear about them from the pastor's daughter because everyone knows your family and everyone listens to them and sees them. And I think the last few months, Lord, has just been kind of encouraging me and convicting me. You need other godly, especially young ladies that you really can open up to. And I was surprised at how hard that was for me. And I didn't realize how much I wasn't doing that until recently when some things were coming up and I realized I don't exactly even know who to turn to. And when I did, it was really tough, but I realized that these girls, they they weren't even judging me. And I have to realize everyone goes through hard times and tough family situations and it's not always going to be picture perfect. And for me to assume that I always had to be the friend who looks put together all the time, it was, it was a form of pride and I put, was putting way too much pressure on myself. And I thought, well, if I'm not doing well, then my friends won't be doing well, or they're going to think I'm failing them. And I think the Lord and, um, my fiance helped me with it, too, just helped me realize, no, you, you're you just another human, and you're going to have really tough days, and it's okay for you to be able to share your problems and your struggles and to just have a, throw a fit every once in a while and then get back up and realize, okay, I, I did that. I'm going to take all my emotions to the Lord, and then I'm going to get up again the next day and try my best. And so, yeah. 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 Good. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. How
1: about Tim? About <laughs> what about Pastor Tim? Yeah.
4: Uh, um hey everybody this is uh Tim howard uh <laughs> super glad to be here. I think one thing that um the Lord has been speaking to me uh recently is about one preparation but two also uh understanding our true purpose outside of what our earthly purpose is and I say that because you know a lot of people who are called to ministry, we kind of wear. Um, ministry is like a badge. We kind of wear our calling as like a badge and we kind of, you know, look at the numbers and like the following or how much we do is like something that we're proud of. And then we kind of often miss like the stuff that like got us there. You know, like the many times we've prayed or the many times we've like spent with God, like, Lord, I want you to use me, God, like, you know, here's my heart, like I'm available and whatnot. And a lot of times it's like, we get super busy with the plans and the dates and the schedules. And we often miss like the times where God is just trying to speak to us. Right. And I think one thing that, uh, uh, that a lot of people kind of miss, especially with like the story of David, which is like everybody's favorite, right? Everybody loves David. Um, we often look at how David was like a mighty conqueror and how David was somebody after God's own heart. And he was a great King and you know, all this other stuff. But we miss like literally the whole book of Psalms was written because David spent time with the Lord. Right. As much as he had going on, as much as he was a, a mighty warrior and a mighty King and Right, he had a heart for God and like we think that like having a heart for God is like, Okay, I'm gonna do all these things for the Lord and whatnot, but it's like look at the other kings, like you know, Solomon was a wise king, like he was probably one of the quote unquote wealthiest kings in the history of Israel, right? Or some of the other kings that you know Israel had and it's like you're doing all this stuff and like you know, even Saul, like you're taking all the people to sacrifice them or whatever, and but I don't want that, you know what I'm saying? Like obedience is better than sacrifice, but why? Because like that's a that comes from the heart, that's a command from the heart, right? So it's like, I think the Lord is like really saying like, hey, like it's good that you're doing all this stuff and it's good that you're trying to, you know, sacrifice, you know, the the secular life that you wanted for, you know, the ministry life or for the calling, but even further than that, like on a deeper level, I need you to like slow down, talk to me, like spend time with me, you know, all the other stuff because it's it's easy to get caught up in you know serving people and going to you know pour out into other people that you know quote-unquote need is because, you know, like she was saying, like we kind of take that as like a prideful thing. Is like, you know, I'm being used by God. People are looking to me to like give the word, to sing, to, you know, give great podcasts or great shows and whatnot. But then it's like God is like, bro, like where are you at? Like I'm right here. You know what I mean? Like all that means nothing if I don't know your name, right? So I think that's just kind of one thing for us. That's so
1: powerful because, I
4: mean, all three of you, what powerful
1: young people, I mean, the anointing is so strong. I mean, you know, I, I, God is raising up Deborah's and David's in this hour. He really is, and true worshipers, people who really have a heart for God, that will worship how God intended worship to look like. Chrissy, um, you know we're 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 the older generation, yeah. and what a blessing that we get to pour into the next generation, but they pour back into us, really. So what what are your thoughts? Uh, What do you feel like God's saying in this hour?
5: I feel that in this hour, God is um, speaking to me.
1: Yeah, God is speaking to me about um,
5: generational, you know, what's to be left for our generations to come and what's in our bloodline, right? I've been speaking a lot about on my own personal um, platforms, well, platforms with the Lord, uh, about generational curses. And just the acknowledgement, right, that they do exist. And just what do you do when you know that they exist, but you're still steering away from it? Then they continue to grow and to fester into your children's children. And if it's not recognized, and we're we're not saying that it, it can't be dismissed because we know that God can dismiss anything. But if it's not recognized, we're if it's not acknowledged, then our children are going in blindly without even knowing what's hitting them. They're not knowing that they're going through uh, mental issues and and uh, uh, separation anxiety and, um, you know, addictions and afflictions that you went through because you've been hiding it and putting it away and, you know, act, acting like it doesn't exist and uh, favoritism and jealousy and all these things and enviousness, all these things that are uncharacteristic to God people, but exist, right? And so until... Um, we as Christians acknowledge that our bloodline is not all the way squeaky clean, Mm -hmm. that we have some things that we need to acknowledge, deal with, pray over, and ask God to relieve and to to remove with the Holy Spirit, then it doesn't. And it keeps going. And then we'll see those same things in our children's children, and our grandchildren, in decades to come, right? And so uh, just making sure that we as believers understand that the enemy is so busy and he's patient. Mm-hmm. He will wait right for the right time at the weakest moment in the weakest hour. And he will get not you cause you're prayed up and you're delivered. But what about your child? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: What about your grandchild? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, what about your, your, your sister or your niece or whatever else? So, and what we're finding out is that, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, suicidal thoughts. A lot of suicidal thoughts are coming within our bloodlines, and we're saved, right? And so, what does that look like, and why? Why is that going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, what we have to do is to acknowledge it, to pray over it, right, and to release it, right, to release it. Ask God to cleanse us from it and release it. And that's what we're doing in this season, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. right. Amen. Amen. amen, amen. And you know, just to close this out, everything you said, powerful. I mean. This was just off the cuff, uncut. This was not scripted, not pre-planned. You know, I believe God really wanted these, um, words to be released and to come forth. And, you know, we're in a, um, we're in a prophetic, we're always in a prophetic season, but, you know, the Bible is like cycles. Everything's recycled. And I believe that the Lord is really, I keep saying this and I feel it strong in my spirit. He is raising the remnant and the remnant does not back down. And as everyone said, we can do and do and do. We can do 50,000 podcasts, 50,000 television shows, 50,000 reels, 50,000 posts. But at the end of the day, we're looking at fruit. It's not about busy, it's about being fruitful. And as the gentleman said earlier, you know, it's the time we spend with the Holy Spirit, it's the relationship. It's not about religion, it's not about the duties and everything you're doing. Um, it's being kingdom-minded and knowing that we'll f- we're fulfilling those assignments that God's called us to because we're called and being obedient, as he said. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay. And when we are obedient to the call and the assignment, and we're really hearing from the Holy Spirit, it's not the flesh, it's the Holy Spirit within us. God will show his favor upon you. He will lift you up. The last shall be first. And I believe, like Chrissy said, our children's children will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams. And we have that generational blessing. There's generational curses, but there's generational blessings. So we thank you today for tuning in to Destiny X podcast, Making a Difference for This Next Generation. Until next time,
0: God bless. bless. Are you feeling broken